0: Shining a light on podcasts and videos that have caught our attention. The Spotlight with Jen Spiker. Weekdays on vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We each have a special gift or ability that God's given us, unique to us. And so often we have a dream for using it, but somehow. It never quite happens. Somehow this special gift, this unique ability, just ends up being ever so ordinary, without much of an impact in this world. Ever wondered why that is? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome to the program. Now today we're going to be taking a look at your unique gifting, your special abilities, from a different perspective. You know, on the one hand, the world's always shouting at us that we're special, that we deserve the best, that, that we should pamper ourselves and aspire to achieving this or that. But and large, it's advertising industry hype, reaching into our desire for significance. You realise, though, that what they're really doing is playing on our insecurities in order to get us to part with our hard-earned cash, because quite obviously, whatever it is that they're selling will help us to feel secure. Of course it never works that way, it never does that, so they try and sell us the next thing and the next thing. That's how the whole cycle works. The result of this inexorable cycle is that most of us don't think we're anything special at all. Most of us have so much of the world's dirt sprayed all over us that any specialness we might have had ends up being obscured, hidden as it were, under layers of muck. And yet, in each one of us, there is something special, very special. Not because you or I happen to be super clever or anything like that. Paul tells us that he knows that in his flesh, in his human nature, he's rotten to the core and that there's nothing good to be found there. We're special because you and I are made in the image of God. And he's given each one of us a special gift or ability to use for his glory. If only we can find it amidst all the all the muck. So today, we're going to have a look at and what God has to say about all that. If you've been with me this last week, you'll know that the thing that we're exploring on the program is the special gifting that God has given to each one of us because he has a purpose for our lives. And you won't be surprised if I tell you that who he made each one of us to be is a perfect match, an absolutely perfect match for what he's planned for us to do. Someone whose call in life is to work with kids is going to have a special mix of compassion and teacher and encourager in their makeup, and because that's how they've been wired, they're going to absolutely love working with children every day, whereas that has sent me absolutely bonkers. And someone who does what I'm doing is going to love telling stories and and have a way of putting words together and, and holding people's attention so that they can do what they do. And I'm sure that would drive the person who loves working with children absolutely bonkers too. Now, this is not just me saying this. It's in God's word. God has brought us into his kingdom through Jesus Christ, not just to bless us, but to let our gifts and our abilities be a blessing to other people. Have a listen. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. "'You were dead through the trespasses and sins in which you once lived, following the course of this world, following the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work among those who are disobedient.'" All of us once lived among them in the passions of our flesh, following the desires of the flesh and the senses, and we were by nature children of wrath like everyone else. But God, who is rich in mercy out of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing, it is a gift from God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are what He has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. So God has done this amazing act of grace by saving us from death, that's certainly coming from our sin. It's a glorious act of mercy, and anyone who's received that mercy, man, we should be dancing in the streets. It wasn't through our works, but as a free gift from God, so that none of us may boast. In fact, what he did was to create us in Christ Jesus. We are what he made us to be. And he created us with a purpose for good works, the works that he has already prepared beforehand for us to do. So who we are and what he's made us do fit like a hand in a glove. But then, having been saved, as we saw yesterday, we seem to want, to want to fall straight back into our own ways. It's like we've been led out of the mud, washed clean, and then we want to race straight back and roll around in the mud again. We're pretty good at that, actually. And as Paul sets out to teach Timothy, when we do that, well, we're hampering God's plan for our lives. Have a listen to this sobering instruction from the old apostle Paul to his young protege, Timothy. It comes in the second letter of Paul to Timothy, chapter 2, beginning at verse 20. He says, look, in a large house, there are utensils not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for special use, some for ordinary. All who cleanse themselves of the things I have mentioned will become special utensils, dedicated and useful to the owner of the house, ready for every good work. Shun youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart have nothing to do with stupid and senseless controversies, you know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servants must not be quarrelsome, but kindly to everyone, an apt teacher, patient, correcting opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant that they will repent and come to know the truth, and that they may escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. You know, the picture that Paul paints here, for me, it's the picture of being... A special vessel, clean and pure in God's hands, made of gold or of silver, being used to pour God's spirit and God's love and God's mercy and God's grace into the lives of other people. I can't go past that. To be a utensil like that in the hands of God is just the most awesome thing. But some, some are clean, so they're special utensils. Others are not, and they're just there for ordinary, everyday use. And then again, Paul goes on to list what appears to be an excerpt from the B list of sins. Youthful passions, stupid and senseless controversies, not murder or adultery or theft, but but smaller ones. But sin is sin, and all sin acts as a snare from the devil and so renders us unfit for use as a special vessel. God's looking for men and women who are mature in Christ. Those who pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace from a pure heart those who are kind, correcting people with gentleness. That's the sort of person God's looking for to be a special utensil in his mighty, powerful hands. Because if we're dirty on the inside, well, he can't use a dirty vessel to pour his love and mercy and power and grace and joy and peace out on someone else, can he? It's obvious. So here's the sobering thing that God wants to say to you and to me today. We may all well have a dream. We may be aware of the gift that God has placed in us. We, we may have a great hold on the purpose that he has for our lives, but persistent sin is going to hamper that plan. It's going to hold us back from being the special vessels set apart for a very special purpose that God has for us. And, friend... Only God himself can get us clean through our faith in Jesus as he forgives us and as he wipes us clean and through the Holy Spirit whom he would place in each believer to grow us and to mature us and to cleanse us and to get us fit for the special purpose that God has for each one of our lives. This is why some people have an apparent gift that makes little or no impact in the world because they're not yet cleansed. Some people today are missing out on living their dream because they haven't cleansed themselves through faith in Jesus and through cold, hard, brutal repentance, turning away from their sin towards God. And that, my friend, that is really sad. Before I go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how He intervenes, how He chooses to bless you. That web address again is powerfulprayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again, same time, Monday, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.